0: Welcome everybody to Pillars of Franchising. We are here on a pre-record today because we have our producers traveling um, as people tend to do in the summertime. So Kristen and I are here taking the helm of the, um, the Pillars live stream with a very special guest today. So Kristen, how's everything going?
1: Good, good. Happy Friday Eve. As everybody knows, that's my favorite line as we kick off Thursday into the Friday stretch. We're
0: so excited
1: to have you today, Mr. Austin Meeks, with my favorite brand of Neighborly.
0: Yep, we are. And before we dig in, I'm going to read a little short bio about Austin so we know everybody in the audience knows um, all about him. Austin Meek is the broker relationship manager for Neighborly, the world's largest franchisor of home service brands. He is also a franchise developer for Molly Maid and Precision Door Service. He has worked for Neighborly since February of 2020. Before his current job, Austin started a mobile cookie and ice cream business called Pokey O's, where he learned the importance of systems and process. So now that everybody knows you are, welcome, Austin.
2: Thank you. Really honored to be here with you, ladies.
1: I don't know. On this hot day, Pokey O's sounds really good. It's like 100 degrees here.
2: It's, it's a really beautiful business. So here is the idea. We're in a truck. We're driving around all the time. So we're constantly marketing for ourselves. And when we do decide to park at your retirement party or at that bar or restaurant, you choose your bottom cookie, choose your middle ice cream flavor, choose your top cookie. So we make ice cream sandwiches for people. And Mm -hmm. it was a really great business. And I say was because I'm not doing it anymore because it was just way too damn hard. And (laughs) I realized in that process that all of my gung-ho and gumption and marketing skills That could not paper over the fact that I had really terrible processes. I did not have (laughs) systems in place to, uh, you know, expand my effort that I was doing and make that multiply. And I really learned through the process, Kristen Elizabeth, that that is the true benefit of franchising. Mm -hmm. And you can franchise anything. Obviously, I'm in the home service space. But right. whether it's like waxing your toe hairs or, <laughs> you know, having a, a gun range, anything to right. franchising, it's just the idea of we're going to give you support in exchange yep. for that. You're going to give us a percentage of your proceeds. And a, an analogy that I think is really helpful to think about franchising is like we're going bowling uh-huh. and franchising puts the bumpers up. That's
1: a great analogy. If you're
2: a really bad bowler, and and I am, if you're a really bad bowler like me, you could just ride that bumper the entire way and (laughs) still end up in the gutter, right? There's no guarantee of success, but those bumpers are there and franchising is there with the support that we provide at Neighborly to help keep you in that middle so that if and when you do reach the termination of that franchise agreement after your 10 years or whatever Mm -hmm. the term is, that you will... Not only have hopefully made money and had fun in the process, but you ideally will have an asset that you can either sell or you can pass on to your family and really leave a legacy.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that's such a great example, because there's been a lot of talk about um, the differences in franchising and startups and, um, you know, what is most likely to succeed. And I think a lot of people have some really phenomenal ideas, but your point is extremely well taken that unless you are a process person, and unless you can build a process, not only for you and say your truck in this case, but something that can be replicated, it's really, really hard to have a business that's scalable to a, a great deal.
2: So I live in Waco, Texas, and our most famous celebrity used to be David Koresh, and thankfully okay. now it's Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> so they have, they have taken the mantle of the most famous Waco, uh-huh. and, and Chip and Joanna Gaines, of course, a fixer-upper and the yeah. empire. And when my wife at the time and I moved to Waco in 2015, we started this business in April and we were really shocked at how quickly it took off. And by the time the fall rolled around in 2015, I had, we initially had moved to Waco because I was going to be going to law school. So Baylor was one of the schools at which I've been mm-hmm. accepted and taken my LSATs. And by the time the fall rolled around, we were having too much fun and making too much money with this small business. And one of the things that happened to us was if you've ever seen Fixer Upper, the penultimate scene is always the family gets to come and look at the house and Chip and Joe yeah. roll away the picture and you get to see what your Fixer Upper looks like. Well, behind the scenes, that day of shooting is always a gigantic party. And so yeah. food come in and often they would have us bring the Pocchio's truck. Oh. I remember like, the first time we came and served, Chip and Joanna both came out, visited with us took a picture and wow. put it on Joanna's Instagram. So unless she scrubbed it since then, I'm still on Joanna Gaines's Instagram. So
0: <laughs> Big wow, with, with a lot
2: more hair living in a cream <laughs> truck. And then, you know, the time after that, it was just Chip who came out. And the time after that, it was Chip's assistant who came out. Oh, yeah. And then it was the assistant's assistant. So it was so clear that they were getting right. really famous and really popular a lot faster than they had planned on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And to a much smaller degree, of course, but the exact same thing was happening with our business where we were so busy and people were calling to book us for certain events, but we only had one truck. Mm-hmm. We couldn't be in two places at once. Yeah. And yeah. I did not have the wherewithal and really didn't have the capital reserved so that we could go pop up another truck or hey right. we should have an auxiliary location on this side of town so we don't have to travel that far yeah those are the things that if i were doing pokios again i would do differently and um you know god willing i'm able to scratch that entrepreneurial itch in the future whether that's through true entrepreneurialism or doing that with the help of a franchise system but yeah. i know that whatever skills that I built during that time building pokios, those have been strengthened during my time at Neighborly. And if I wasn't in a role like I am at Neighborly, a lot of those skills might have atrophied. So I'm just grateful for the opportunity to get to meet inspiring business owners like you, Kristen, and understand how you're building this empire and find ways that I might be able to achieve some semblance of that success in the future.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting you bring that up. The whole, well, I actually brought up the scalability, but then when you talk about being able to have more and more trucks, you know, I think about the different brands that you represent. um, And Neighborly now has, and it's it's my parent company, so full disclosure. And and you know, obviously, I'm a Molly Made franchisee with four territories, um, but Neighborly now has. Last I counted, was like eighteen brands, but I don't even know how many brands. All right, let let me update
2: you. So okay. we're now up to twenty nine brands. Okay, nine so I'm countries. way
1: outdated. <laughs> twenty
2: nine brands, nine countries, and we have more than five thousand franchise locations.
1: Yeah. So see what I mean? I mean that's just insane to me. Um, and so it's very exciting because so for somebody like me, you know, you get this itch of franchising. And I'm like, okay, what else can I get? Like, I want to buy more because they're really great brands. And the one thing that I think. Um, people don't understand is some brands, like for example, neighborly is kind of known to be like um, many of the brands within neighborly, let me say it, are considered to be lifestyle brands. And can you tell me from your perspective, what do you think, why do you think that is? And what do you think a lifestyle brand is, is?
2: So anytime that I'm having a conversation with someone who's considering buying a franchise, The three things that I'm hoping to exit that initial conversation with are knowing money, market, motivation. Those Mm -hmm. are the three things I always want to know. Do you have the money that could do this? Do we have this brand available in your market? And ultimately, what is your motivation? For a lot of people, Kristen, their motivation is, hey, I have been doing this corporate grind, working 60, 80 hours a week. And I just realized that my daughter is 10 years old. I think I'd like to spend some time with her. Well, there's no way that you're going to be able to do that if you stay in your current job. That's going to be really difficult for you to do if you were to go forward with a brand like Rainbow International, which is our restoration company. Right. And that's the company that you call if your house burns down or your beach house floods. Rainbow, they come in, get all the smoke out of those drapes. They're going to get the water out. They're going to restore everything. Yeah. But that's a 24-7 job. You can't decide when disaster strikes. Precision door service. Well, if you go out to go to work in the morning and you click your garage door opener and the gate doesn't open, well, <laughs> your car is stuck in there. You're not going anywhere. That's right. So you need a on-demand 24-7 garage door company that can come and service you. Uh-huh. The difference with a brand like Molly Made or um, the Grounds Guys is another one of these, mm-hmm. which does our lawn maintenance. These are eight to five Monday through Friday jobs. Cutting right. someone's grass is never going to be an emergency. So a lot of people are looking for those jobs that can restore some work-life balance. And Mosquito Joe, which is our pest repellent company, this is an even more exacerbated version of that because with Mosquito Joe, the peak spraying season, and it changes a little bit depending on where you are in the country, but it's really going to be April to October. And so we have set up this business model that if you work your tail off between April and October, you can go move to Boca. And you can be yep. there November through February or March, and then you come back. So yeah. depending upon what your goals are for your lifestyle, wealth, income, and equity, we have different models at Neighborly that we would guide you toward. And obviously, I would love it if you ended up with a Precision Door Service or a Molly Made, But ultimately... I want you to end up with any of these neighborly brands because there are some truly tangible competitive benefits of neighborly's version of painting, neighborly's version of plumbing or of house cleaning. And those are benefits that are largely as a result of our economies of scale because we're bigger than anybody.
1: Right. And, you know, I will say I liked that you compared Rainbow to Molly May because when I was transitioning out of my corporate job, I was the epitome of what you described nights weekends right and, and i i just want a monday through friday right like i don't at that time i didn't even mind if i had to work 50 or 60 hours a week because that sounded okay but i just wanted my holidays and those things back and when i they when they i worked with my broker and it was like well there's you know based on my skill sets and my my personality and all these different things that we did in my experience two of the three verticals we looked at one was something like rainbow and one was something like molly and the first thing i thought is oh my gosh i know how crazy people go in the home improvement space the last thing i need is somebody who had a house burnt (laughs) down. like that's emergency management there is no way i want to deal with that and then i said well you know if we do the housekeeping piece like no one's going to die if their house isn't clean right if you miss a spot, like that can be fixed. No one's going to, you know, like, yeah, they freak out for sure. There's a lot lot of people freak out, but it can be recovered. And so I I cannot say how great it is to have choices when you're looking at franchises and franchise brands um, to be able to say, Hey, here's based on to your point, what you're looking for, here's a whole catalog. What type of life do you want? And I think that's what people have to understand is you're not Not every brand is a McDonald's, you know, not every brand is all in 24 seven. And I really like what you said about Mosquito Joe, because I hadn't thought about that. That's Mm -hmm. kind of my gig too. I'd love to just work four or five months a year, right? (laughs) Work like a maniac and go on vacation. Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, our, our VP of franchise development for Mosquito Joe is a guy named Pat Highland. And Pat was until a few months ago, a multi-unit franchise owner for Massage & Beef.
1: Mm -hmm. And his
2: wife and he, I think they had maybe six locations of massage envy that they've recently sold. And Mm -hmm. he would routinely tell me our average Mosquito Joe owner makes more working eight months out of the year than my wife does doing massage envy 12 months a year. So it really is just a question of how do you want to be spending your time and what are your goals? There are going to be different ones for everyone. The type of person who loves a business like Rambo international is the person who really has a servant heart and they want to be that calm in the middle of the storm. If you're getting a call from someone on your rainbow call or on your rainbow phone, it's because something has gone horribly wrong. Like literally their house is in flames. That's the only reason why they're calling yeah. So if someone's calling for Molly Mae, it's like, hey, yeah, uh, I'd like to go yeah. somebody to clean my house. Or <laughs> You're totally right. It was the same thing with ice cream and cookies, Kristen. Yeah. Like, this is not heart surgery. It will be okay if we show up 10 minutes late. Yes, yeah. there's a frustrated customer, but enough ice cream cures all ills. So <laughs> exactly. I never had that fear with me that we were really having a, a life and death situation on our hands. But for a lot of these brands at Neighborly, we have set them up so that Even if they are on a similar service vertical, like maybe both of these brands do uh, gutter cleaning, or maybe they both do power washing. Mm -hmm. But one of these is a service that performs that 24-7, and another one, we will allow you to do that, but it's just going to be Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Sure.
1: So what do you think um, sets the neighborly brands, and you can speak specifically to the brands that you're representing, but what do you think sets them apart from the competition?
2: I would bake it. Okay. I'm going to say just three things. Okay. okay. Um, the first thing that makes these neighborly brands super special, I'm going back to those 5,000 franchise locations that we have. Mm-hmm. The first thing that makes these brands super special is the buying power that you have at neighborly. So at neighborly, we have an internal company that's called pro trade Net. pro trade Net was founded in 2005 and we have an entire team of people who exist to negotiate volume-based discounts and rebates on your behalf. Mm -hmm. So literally anything you need to buy, whether it's vehicles or uniforms or phone cards or gas cards, uh, you want to offer insurance to your employees. All of those things can be negotiated for you on your behalf through ProTradeNet. Last year, our ProTradeNet team negotiated more than $93 million worth of upfront discounts on behalf of our franchisees. And we return more than eight million dollars in the form of rebates. And this is truly a virtuous cycle because as we add more franchisees to our system, we have more buying power, and then we can go back to Ford and GM and say, hey guys, I know you're giving us X on the F 150. Well, we need Y on the Silverado, or else we're going with those people. And because we have more mojo, because we have so many more franchisees. We're able to push those push those boundaries. So the buying power through pro trade net is one of the key differentiators. The second thing that makes Neighborly super special is the marketing power that you have. So because we have those five thousand franchise locations, and because we started franchising in 1981, we have built a very robust customer database. And we now at Neighborly have a customer database of more than 10 million customers. And these are active customers who have used a neighborly service at some point within the last three years. Mm -hmm. So when you're considering the precision door service in Tulsa, it's not just that you're starting a garage door company and hoping that people call you. Well, you're going to gain access to everyone in Tulsa who's ever had Molly Maid clean their house or had Window Genie wash the windows or had Glass Doctor install a new shower. So that customer database is hugely important because at Neighborly, we exclusively have premium brands. It's always going to be more expensive for dryer vent wizard to come in, clean out your your dryer vent than it would be for a general handy person to do it. But we have identified a data set of people who are willing to pay a premium for these home services. And if you're comfortable having Molly Maid come into your home every single week and they are looking through your drawers and they're going in and out, oftentimes when you're not even there, presumably you're going to want that similar level of service for when you need electrical work done or for right. when refrigerator breaks and you call Mr. Appliance. So that's the second thing. So we got the buying power with ProTradeNet. We've got the marketing power with that 10 million customer network that we have. And then the third thing, which is so cool about Neighborly, and now that I'm doing franchise development, which is a new hat for me, I'm even more attuned to how unique this is. So at Neighborly, we have a dedicated resale team so that if and when you're ready to sell your business, we have a group on our, on our development team who can sell that for you so that you don't have to go out and find a business broker who you pay to do a valuation and you pay probably a large percentage of your total sale to. So uh-huh. I, it's a little bit counterintuitive because you don't really want to talk about getting divorced on the day that you're talking about going on the first date. I, do, I am a big believer, y'all, begin with the end in mind.
1: Mm -hmm. You stole our line. And I was going to tell you, Ray and I always say that. It's so important.
2: (laughs) And I think we both stole it from Stephen Covey. Yes,
1: we did.
2: (laughs) I just think that is one of the most simple truisms that so many business owners miss is, okay? like I started this cookie and ice cream business. Do I plan to still be working in an ice cream truck five years from now, 15 years from now? And I never thought about that with the neighborly retail team. And I believe right now we have six people who are on that team. It's led by Alicia Yankee. After you are awarded your franchise, whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and have an estate planning conversation with our resales team. That's essentially who they are. They're estate planners. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to talk to you and say, hey, Elizabeth, what's your goal with this thing? Do you want to pass down this business to one of your five kids once they're older? Or... Mm -hmm are you trying to build a business that in three years you can sell for a million dollars? Like whatever you want to do is fine. We're here to support you, but don't come to us a month before you're trying to exit and be like, Hey, I think I should get $10 million for this business. Whatever the, whatever the site is that you have in mind, Alicia and the resales team will work hand in hand with you and will work with your franchise business coach and the operations team to make sure that you are building a business that will achieve that valuation so you can sell it for what you want to. Yeah. So I I think that having that dedicated resales team at Neighborly really is the third thing that makes all these brands so, so powerful because when people come into this process of looking at franchising, it hilariously 90% of them think of Chick-fil-A. Everybody comes and saying, hey, "Oh yeah." Oh. What they <laughs> not realize is the Chick Fil A is not even a franchise.
1: Anymore. Exactly. Like, yeah. If you
2: want to own a Chick Fil A, you're going to go through the Chick Fil A training center. You're going to work on the line flipping hash browns yeah. for a while. Yeah. And then you are going to be at the very top, a very well employed, a very well paid employee
1: exactly. for a number
2: of years. And then when your contract ends you don't have an asset. You have yeah. a lot of great knowledge that you yeah. built over the, the duration of that licensing agreement or whatever it is technically, yeah. but you don't have anything to sell. With Neighborly, yeah. yes, you do have to shell out say $150,000 at the beginning to buy your business. But if you zone out and think about it like this, you're signing a 10 year franchise agreement. There's 12 months every single year. Well, unless my math is wrong, you're essentially, for $150,000, you're essentially paying about $125 a month in order to have this franchise. Mm-hmm. That's a fun mm-hmm. plan. Like, yeah. Am I willing to take on an extra phone plan so I can have all my marketing done for me? I can have all the support systems that I need. I have the branding that I require. I have customers that are be driven towards me. I get to be part of a community of other owners and have mm-hmm. that knowledge pool available. And the numbers can be scary when you look at it, but when you can zoom out a little bit, you just recognize, gosh, this is a a really wise way to start a business. And I want to have those bumpers up. I'm trying to stay in the middle as much as I can. Right. You know that having those bumpers will help you stay in the middle.
1: Yeah. So, so we have a lot of women looking to get out of the corporate world. What, what would you say to some of them right now who are looking for brands? What, what would you say in, regards to maybe them looking through the neighborly portfolio?
2: So I would, I would say the first thing is identify your why we have a brand that will fit you. The question is, do you fit this brand and you need to decide for yourself, am I wanting to be on a type of business where I can be accessible 24 seven? Do I want, like, do I have kids? Do I want to be doing work life balance and be able to go to soccer games on weekends. Well, if that's the case, we probably shouldn't have a business like Precision Door Service where you need to be in the office. And all, all of that To be being said, though, like money covers a multitude of ills, right? Sure. Um, like the only unforgivable sin is running out of money. Everything else can be papered over <laughs> with enough money. So yeah. it doesn't matter how dumb your idea is. If you have a trust fund that's big enough, you're going to look like a genius for a while. Right. So really being honest with yourself about what type of lifestyle do I want? How much money do I need to achieve that lifestyle and to build the wealth and equity that I want for myself and my legacy? I think mm-hmm. that that's, that's the really important part. I, I personally, Kristen, um, especially being a dad of a four-year-old girl, I don't like getting too gendered where like... This is what girls do. This is what boys do. I always tell my daughter, you can do any damn thing you want. Right. So I wouldn't even say that there is a brand that caters more toward the female customer versus the male customer. We have incredible female owners in every brand. We have incredible male owners in every brand. So I really would take it less from the gendered side and take it more to just, Hey, like the, the dollars and cents here. What awesome. are you trying to do, right? Like yeah. Housemaster is a great example of this. Housemaster is our home inspection concept. Yeah. It is the least expensive brand in our portfolio. It costs between sixty-one and $107,000. Well, Precision Door Service is the most expensive brand in our portfolio. You could conceivably spend $580,000 on your Precision Door Service location, fixing people's garage doors. Wow. Okay. Those are two very different customers who are not customers. But these are two very different clients who are coming mm-hmm. into the process and try to determine what's best for them. Now with house master, maybe the average, um, I don't know it off the top of my head, but yeah. I would imagine that the average annual gross sales of house master, if you've been open for three years, maybe it's $300,000 or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, for precision door service, we had 108 locations last year. Our average location grossed more than $3.9 million. So yeah. are you going to put up at the front so you can have higher rewards? Or right. do you want to come in with a more manageable, small budget and help grow your business that way? Whether yeah. you in Precision Door Service or in Housemaster, you still get those 10 million customers and you're referring yep. it. You still get all the buying power that Neighborly provides you. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm able to be so agnostic as to which brand exactly you go into. Honestly, I don't care. But I do think that there are some real reasons why if you're going to be looking at home services, neighborly is the place for you to act and place for you to be proactive in. And we see that in the data too, like last year in 2021. Franchise consultants or franchise brokers, they have become an increasingly important factor in how all companies do franchise development. We used McDonald's just used to hope that somebody called McDonald's and said, hey, I want to buy McDonald's. Well, increasingly people are finding a franchise consultant or broker and saying, hey, I want a fast casual concept. I want to look at McDonald's. I also want to look at Burger King. I want to look at XYZ. Mm -hmm. Last year in 2021, it took on average... 18 referrals or 18 leads from a franchise broker to generate one sale. So this is across every single category of franchising, all the way from small emerging franchisors to mom and pops. 18 to one was that average. In home services specifically last year, that ratio dropped down to 14 to one. So It takes a broker introducing 14 candidates to a home service franchisor before the person rather than 18 to these other groups. So Uh we know that in the home service space, the people who are looking at these are coming in maybe a bit more serious. Yeah. Um, They're probably a bit more sober minded about, okay, yes, I get that appliance repair isn't the sexiest business I could do, but I think that strong margins and a great work-life balance is sexy enough for me. That's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well listen, cleaning toilets is not sexy, but it makes good money and it's a consistent, you know, cash flow. So it's you know, people are like, Oh, you have a made business? Yeah, sure do. Well, and so <laughs> many,
2: so many people want to be doing that stuff because we all went through COVID and we saw yeah. the businesses that got shut down. We saw the businesses that continued. And to, to finish that point I was making neighborly last year in 2021. It took us on average nine leads from a franchise broker to generate one sale. So literally, if you are someone who's considering buying a franchise and you're working with a franchise owner, you are literally twice as likely to find the business of your dreams looking at neighborly brands versus looking at other franchises that are available to you. So I really think that that is a proof that our development process is very tight that we have amazing opportunities for someone. Because if you're looking at Mosquito Joe in Chicago and it happens to be sold out, well, sorry, that stinks, but you know what else is available? Shelf is available there. That's right. And Window yep. is available there. And Mr. Appliance is available there. So we yep. have options for almost anyone, regardless of your budget, regardless of your location. And we are dedicated to making sure that that's a fit for you. Like yep. we at Neighborly are not into just giving you a franchise because you've got a pulse and a paycheck. Like that's something that you will see a lot from these emerging franchisors like that 80% of the 80% who have less than 20 units or so in their whole portfolio. Those are the people who are willing to give you, Hey, here's all of Raleigh Durham go crazy. Cause they need that franchise fee to keep their lights on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's at neighborly we have been living off of royalties for a long time. Typically when a franchisor reaches about that 80, 85 unit mark, that's when they can afford to stop living off of franchise fees and they can just start living on that small royalty stream that comes in. So right. we've been living off royalties for a long, long time. We have yeah. no desire to bring in someone who can't cut it with us and yeah. might tarnish the reputation of the brand. So we really are able to be judicious about who we bring in. And that's what's going to allow you to have that high resale value if and when you want to sell because we have done diligent work to make sure we're preserving the reputation of all of the other Molly Made owners who came in after you.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I will, I will say one thing that um, I, I find interesting is that the collection of brands, um, I've heard a lot about the shortage of tradespeople And I have to imagine, I I believe I said, I saw something that um, there's some things going on within neighborly to help some of these folks in the trades. Is that, am I right on that?
2: You are right on that. I'm going to answer that two different ways. So the first is that yes, at neighborly, we are pioneering an apprentice program right now that, that will help train plumbers, electricians, appliance repair people. But the more practical way right now that we are helping our franchise owners find high, find help is that we use something that's called Career Plug. So Career Plug is a job abregate, a job aggregator, excuse me, and it's really specifically meant for home services. And on average, at least in March and April of 2022, there are about 40,000 applicants that uploaded their resumes every single month on Career Plug. Now, one of the other benefits of Neighborly is because we had pro-trade net negotiated. Well, we get to have a pro plan on career plug, which means that all of our franchisees get to hear about these great applicants before people with the normal plan does. So what you would do as a franchise owner, let's say precision door service, because that's the world I live in. Well, you will be able to go in as an owner and you would create different profiles of what your ideal candidate looks like. So like an A candidate or a green candidate for me, would look like someone who has specifically worked on garage doors that lives within five miles of me and has their own car. A maybe B candidate or someone on the silver tier or the yellow tier would be someone who is a general handy person, but they haven't necessarily worked on garage doors. And maybe they live 20 miles away and they share a car with their girlfriend. And so you as the franchise owner will create profiles. And immediately when a green is uploaded, You are going to get to hear about that before anyone else. And you need to be able to respond quickly because the people who are going on these websites, I think the number is that they apply to, on average, seven jobs within four minutes. So they're going on there and say, like, apply, 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 because they just uploaded their resume. So you really need to be proactive as the franchise owner to reach out and engage with them and tell them the reasons why they should work with you. And frankly, if there's two different garage door companies you can work with, but one of them precision door service has a really clear path to growth and also right. through pro trade net my franchise owner is offering me health insurance and they're offering me a 401k matching program like which one do you think i'm going to choose right, right. those yeah. are other ways that neighborly through pro trade net can help our franchise owners with their employee retention because these are ways that not only are we helping you find the people but we're also going to give you these methods that can help you retain them and be, even though we are the world's largest franchisor of home service brands, we are not inured against the larger macro trends that are happening in supply chain. And right. I will say that we do have better tools to combat those mm-hmm. than any other companies that are out there. And right. part of that is this, this relationship that we do have with KKR. They're the third largest private equity firm in the world. We're able to tap into supply chains of our sister and brother companies at KKR so we have access to more routes to get what we need but a really pertinent example of this was in the fall of 2021 last year we were having some issues getting the uh, the work done we needed for shelf genie shelf genie is our storage oh, yeah. solution company and they do custom glide out shelving so it really is something that has to be manufactured very specifically and we couldn't find anybody who could get us the parts to do that well KKR looked at and they said hey Why don't we just go build our own manufacturing facility and take everything in-house? So we built a gigantic manufacturing facility just outside of Phoenix, and our supply chain issues disappeared like that. So having access to that private equity capital has been massively helpful for Neighborly in combating the hiring and the supply chain issues that are plaguing every single business right now.
0: That's awesome. So, Austin, we are running out of time, um, but one thing I wanted to ask you, because we usually have Jerry Akers, our million-dollar mentor, who answers this question every single week um, about, is it a good time to buy a franchise? So, with all the things going on in the world, with the worker shortage, supply chain issues, um, the great resignation, all of those things, why do you think now is a good time to buy a franchise?
2: Well, I just took a look at my 401k. And I am getting negative 10% returns over the last two years. But even in an ideal world, like maybe I'm getting 4 or 6% from that 401k. If you're someone who is reasonably smart and you're hardworking and you're not a jerk, I think it's very likely to assume that you would be able to start a franchise business and achieve returns greater than 3 to 5% or 4 mm-hmm. to 6%. So that's how I think about it is it's the opportunity cost of having that money sitting in a 401k and especially the opportunity cost of it sitting in a bank, getting half a
1: mm-hmm.
2: year. Like are there better and higher uses of that money? I'd rather you just go give that to your church or somebody on the side of the road rather than sit there and get half a percent. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that right now is a particularly great time in part because financing is still readily accessible. I know we're talking about interest rates rising all over. look where interest rates were, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, like we still are historically in a very low interest rate uh, world that we're living in. Mm -hmm. And I've just been fascinated now that I'm on the development side, seeing some of the different mechanisms that are in place for helping people find businesses, whether that's that 150,000 SBA express loan that's been very popular throughout COVID or, you know, maybe before the last week, but people, the equity in people's houses, that's something that you can tap into as well. Home valuation have gone crazy, especially here in Texas. That's something that a lot of people look at. Um, You, if you have a a Roth, a, I'm sorry, it's not a Roth. It's the IRA, that 401k. IRA. the rollover. You can roll over your funds exactly, not take any penalty. And so when I'm thinking about, do I want three or 5% here, or do I roll those over into a franchise fee and have something that Maybe I can get you know, 20, 30% margins, 40% margins. And if the average person in my franchise is doing $3 million a year and I take home 30% of that, I'm like, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense to me rather than just sitting in a
0: bank account. So if somebody is interested in buying a franchise um, and is interested in the neighborly brands, how would one get a hold of you? So
2: if you just want to visit the Neighborly Brands websites, neighborlybrands.com, you can see comprehensive information about all of our opportunities there. But I'm a LinkedIn guy. I love being on LinkedIn. It is my greatest source of professional development. So if you want to find me on LinkedIn, my name is Austin Meek. And my title says that I help folks find freedom through franchising. Mm -hmm. I am a single Mm -hmm. dad. I'm a righteous dude. And I'm a fighting Texas Aggie. So I'm a good old boy. I'm here to help you. And once again, if it's not with Precision Door Service or Molly made, please hear me when I say, that's totally fine. I don't care. I would love to introduce you to one of my colleagues who has forgotten more about their brand than I'm ever going to know myself. So I'm very happy to share the mic and pass you along to someone who can help you decide whether any of these 17 concepts we have in the States would be the right fit for you and your
1: family. Austin, I am so excited to have such a righteous dude and a passionate dude <laughs> representing the brand that I own with Molly Maid. So it's really been great having you. I miss seeing you in your cool hat you had on in San Diego. Uh, but it's been really great spending time with you. And I expect to spend some, some more quality time talking about what we can do together. Uh, there's so much more to talk about that Neighborly has to offer. So uh, I look forward to talking to you again in the future.
2: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this opportunity. It's been a blast getting to visit with y'all.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. We hope everybody has a great week. You can join us again next week, same time, same channel, 4 p.m. Central Time here on Thursdays, PillarsOfFranchising.com. We wish you all a great week.